Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, take two in the world of podcasting proudly present to you the WWE Tag Team Superfans of the World, the Dream Craig Machine, the Badass Johnny P, Take Two Takedown. And if you're not down with Take Two Takedown, we got two words for you. Suck it! Episode 35, Take Two Takedown, John and Craig are together, though nowhere in the same state, time zone even. God, no. We're in the same hemisphere, right? No, I feel like the guy's a two-bit. I am two hours into the, well, you're two hours into the future from me. Correct. So. Correct, which is even worse now, because we are recording this, a special episode that we are recording Saturday night after NXT TakeOver Chicago. Yeah, we got together, we decided that this NXT stuff is getting too good, and based off of Karen's letter last week, we both decided that, hey, maybe we should add a little more in, so we are going to talk NXT today. Exactly, and if speaking of last week, if you have not listened to John Solo, the Take Two story from episode 34, you need to make sure you go back and listen to that, because it's epic, and I congratulate <laughs> you, John, by doing a solo show all by yourself. Like. I realized all the work that went into it. Like, I see you edit the shows and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I could do that. The second I had to do it, I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. <laughs> it was awful. It was beautiful. I'm so proud. I feel like the little bird has left the nest and flown off to hang out with aliens in Roswell. Yeah, and, it's a be- beautiful place. Exactly, exactly. But we had to still get together on this via Skype even though we have to do it that way, because this is a big week. We've got Raw, we've got SmackDown, we now have NXT TakeOver to talk about, and we have Money in the Bank predictions to make for tomorrow. Or yeah, we have... When you guys are listening to this, tonight. We have a ton of stuff to talk about, so some of this stuff isn't going to get handled. Like, we're not going to hit the triple T bag. No, no, we're not. It doesn't mean we're not taking any more letters or anything. It just means we're not going to hit it this episode. Exactly. But if you do... If you do want to get hold of us and ask us anything about anything, maybe wrestling, maybe life's questions, maybe, you know, esoterical questions that have no real answer, you can hit us up at the triple T bag. That's triple the letter T bag at gmail.com. We will make sure we get back to them next week, so do not fret, folks. All right, just like next week, we will also be sure to get back to our local stuff. But this week, we've just got too much to cover in too short amount of time, and it's still going to be probably too long of an episode. Yeah, but it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. So I say we, we just get with it. Do we just go straight into Raw, then? Let's just jump into Raw, because... Jump, jump into Raw. Because I wish all the stars on ladders that opened that show would have just jumped to their doom. What? What was that? What it was... was- It reminds me of, like, the old 70s shows where they'd have the B-list yeah, yeah, actors like all kind of facing each other and doing some stupid game show. Wall 
hall they used to have in Laughing, where people would just open up doors and very exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now you're you're predating me, yes. and that's saying something. That's saying something. That's saying something. <laughs> My favorite part about this though was the screaming, the yelling, and the stuff was going back, and then Alexa Bliss just screaming at the top of her lungs. Oh, that was great. My, my mixed-mass partner will win the Money in the Bank anyway. Oh, and they made baby googie eyes at each other. Oh, so All cute. right. My favorite part was any time Kevin Owens got on the mic. Oh, he's so good. His little his little uh, nod to Dusty on the, yes. on the, the anniversary of his death and uh, calling out Corbin's haircut. Oh, what, classic what, KO. What is Corbin's haircut? What is hey, this? Listen. The symbiote has left his body. Obviously. Um, Obviously. What other jokes can we make? Angle turned around, looked, and said, oh, shit, I need another paternity test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one might be mine. This one might be mine. I I mean, you want to talk or, about a complete turnaround. It, or or he got tired of being mistaken for Shayna Baszler. Ooh, that's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But, let's, let's all be honest. He was being mistaken for her, not the other way around. No, no, because she's much more talented than he much is. Much more talented, yeah. But, uh, I mean, just as ugly, but much much more talented. Much more talented, much more talented. But he is now, as we all know, the constable. Of the constable. Which, once again, I still don't know what that means. Well, a constable is a, you know, person who enforces rules, laws, or regulations. It's, I, so we now have the owner and the general manager and now a constable all of wrong. Well, and I like just the fact that Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin are getting letters from Stephanie that give them ultimate power. Well, but Kevin Owens can still text her when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So they've got that going for them, well, which which is up to great. The bank. That's pretty much what their entire thing was doing. So, yeah. well, this was their go home show. So the Raw and the SmackDown shows were the. Get everyone hooked so that we're ready for Money in the Bank. And Money in the Bank is usually one of the bigger ones. Uh, right, usually right. gets more of the pay-per-view viewers, the every, you know, sometime viewer instead of the every-time viewer. So they're really trying to hype that show with these two. But going in, it's like a horse with a broken leg. I, I just don't know where we're going to go. No, I have no idea where we're going to go with anything on here, especially if stuff starts changing hands. Um, but we start Raw with the a fatal four way of all of the entrance or of the entrances. The raw entrance. Natalia, Ember Moon, Banks, and Bliss all against each other. Um, right. Like I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know where this is going. We'll talk about our predictions later on. But this match ended up with Natalia winning by submitting Bliss. Okay, but I liked it because everybody got their little shots in. Everybody got their little moves in, and it was a decent match. It was. And it I, was. You know, this is what should be every Monday night. This isn't, you know, your go-home show. I I really think WWE, uh, the main show, has gotten into a thing where now that we've got this mad money, we don't really have to work at it anymore. Yeah, I've kind of been thinking that same thing. kind of been thinking that same thing. You feel that, I would actually feel they would go for the opposite, where it's like, oh, hey, we got all this money. Like, let's prove that we're worth it. No, they just keep announcing new shows in, you know, foreign countries that they're going to have everybody that has a face and a name in the company at. We'll get into that later. 
All right, so the Fatal 4-Way, it's all the women, the Raw entrance for the uh, women's money in the bank. And it was a good match. Like you said, Natalia won by submitting Bliss. Um, I didn't get anything out of it. No, like, no. Like, I, I didn't feel that after this, I'm like, oh, well, you know, all right, Natalia's looking strong. She's going to win this. I, I didn't feel that. No, no, no. It's it's a common known fact that if you win at the go-home show, you're going to lose the match. Yeah. So she will not hold the money in the bank. No, no. I, no. I, I agree. I agree with that. So, and then that leads us into another, like, scrub match that really didn't do anything but solidify what we already believed where we have Brazongo versus Ziggler and McIntyre. And McIntyre and Ziggler came out and murdered them. Straight up murdered. My favorite part being when McIntyre just power slammed Breeze onto Fandango. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> and then that that uh, zigzag with the Claymore finish. Oh, oh that's God, that's a, a beautiful finish. move. That is a good finish. So, you, you know what isn't pretty? Yeah, yeah. Jinder Mahal. Oh, he is not. And you know what makes it worse? Uh, when he is doing anything with Roman Reigns? Exactly, my friend. Exactly. So you mean the Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns match that we got? No, no, buddy. Just what? kidding. What? Huh? No, no. Jinder threw us a curve. It was against Sing, uh, the Singh brother. But in the way he was doing the introduction, we thought the great Kali was coming out. And I was like, oh, God, anybody but him. And then Singh. And I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, obviously, you know, Roman just destroys him. Uh, but this was a clever ploy by Mahal, my friend. Mm-hmm. Because Jinder comes out and just submarines Roman Reigns. <laughs> Jinder is a smart, smart man. man. I, I guess. Maybe. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. There, you know, I I will admit, and we have admitted before, that we're very forgiving a lot of times with WWE with some of the things they do and some of the choices they make. This is one of those matches and those pairings that I, I got nothing out of. Uh, you know what? I don't mind Jinder right now. I like him as the bad guy just to be a bad guy. Like, I'm Jinder Mahal. You owe it to me. True. Um. Never been that over on Roman Reigns. I, I think they can have a good match, like in-ring match together. But I hope so. I hope so. I, mean, I don't know where else. have it in them. But whether they can bring it out of each other, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Remains to be seen, my friend. But speaking of things I love. The what B-team. do you love? I love uh, Of course, you would love the B-team just as much as you love the leaders of the world. Yep, you know it. So, of course, the B-team, when you're facing somebody like Rhino and Slater, are going to destroy them. Right, right. They won. My favorite part, uh, Slater, where he's wearing the shirt that said, Rhino did not design this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually kind of funny sometimes. you got to give them that. Yeah, but after this B-team win, Mm -hmm. and they're celebrating, you get the big, the leaders of world come in yes. and then we get the promo on the screen and then poof it's black and then all of a sudden they're there they're ringside there. they're there so the, i i'm interested to see how this goes i i don't feel the b team would win um you know we'll talk about that more in predictions but this whole idea of now you're going to have you know bray wyatt um and Bo against each other like are we are we going to mention facts that they're related ever? Like, are we? No, no, yeah, that's we, not a thing. We are not allowed to know this. No, no, 
How dare we? How dare we even try? Two of my favorite quotes on the whole show mm-hmm. were during this Deleter of World B-Team promo. Oh, yes, yes. Where Graves is just putting over how B-Team is still undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, as much as I hate to admit this, when Hardy came out and said, Well done, you obsolete mules, <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Oh... So, funny. All right, let's get into Elias. So Elias is there. He's playing to the crowd. He's getting them up. He's just being Elias, and we love it. We love it. We love it. My my favorite quotes of this, and I've actually said it a few times since I heard it, you know, was make up your damn mind, Seth. These are the worst nicknames around, where he talks about you are an architect who builds stuff, but then you want us to burn it down. I don't, I don't understand. What, yeah, I don't get any of this. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying here. Or better yet, when he's singing the song about Arkansas and he's like, born in the toilet bowl of Little Rock. (laughs) Uh, And then then he's putting over this cheaply airbrushed guitar that was given to him by his good friend, John Mayer. His good friend, John Mayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and how they're best friends. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, Seth comes out, Seth Rollins comes out and, and sees it and starts playing, you know, with it, maybe he's going to smash it. Maybe he's not. We don't know. What is he going to do? Oh, and then he, uh, he smashes it. And then coach, coach in his infinite wisdom, John Mayer, Jay Z, same thing, same thing, same thing. Um, Hip hop legends, you know, made that guitar. It's like, oh, coach, oh, coach, oh, uh, coach, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. But all right. Funny. So let me ask you this. Yes. Mm-hmm. How over are you on Ruby Riot right now? I really like me some Ruby Riot. I do too. Like a lot. Like a lot. She, so she she is good. Uh, this putting her up against Bailey, like I will. It's it's your in, instant super baby face right. against super bad girl. Now, what I don't understand is prior to the match, you have this promo where they're walking through the, the backstage and oh, they, they're, oh, they're rioting. They're rioting, exactly. Yes, they're rioting. Now, somewhere along the way, Sarah Logan gets a box of, like, bag chips. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where she's just carrying that around. They cut some dude's tie. Yes, and that's straight I mean, anarchy right there. Yeah. Well, none of that is considered assault. No. Or any illegal act no, right there. It's no. Just rioting. It's just rioting. But they were rioting. That's all they so, were doing. But then the match comes, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, I really like, I really like Riot. I think she's good. I think she's definitely even getting better. Um, you know, and 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 Bailey had, you know, has shown that she's good in the past. And you know, this this match was a decent one. I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as I. No, think it I mean, have been. I don't think it was a bad showing for Bailey. I just think. Bailey's a consummate punching bag, yeah. and Bailey also suffers from the same problem that Strowman does, where a ring pole is kryptonite to her. It is. She ran right into it, and that's and how Riot changed. wins. And that's how Riot wins. But I, and I think we need to discuss this because it it's been happening recently. It's it was for a while with just the women matches. Now it's happening in a lot of different matches. This break in the middle to show you a commercial. Oh God, I hate this stuff. It's coming, so we get two screens on one. Like I, I don't get this. Like I think that there is, especially in Raw, there is plenty of time 
for you to put the promo commercials in between matches. Exactly. You know, like, you don't need to cut in the middle of matches, you know, where stuff is actually happening to show me a commercial for something that I'm going to end up watching anyway. All right, well, since you wanted to bring up the bad promos, I'm going to bring up a good promo. Mm -hmm. We're at the end of the match... Where they're all, where the riot squad's all in the ring, and they set her up, and then Ruby writes the R on Bailey's stomach. Oh, that was pretty good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was I was good. like, where has this been? This should have been going on for a while now. So yeah, I liked it. I liked it. They're anarchy. Like no one can deal with them. You can't control them. No, they're crazy kids. Crazy kids. That's a shout out to our right coast pro friends. <laughs> There you go. We you know we couldn't get away without talking yes. about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how would right. you feel about this so, uh, sit-down with Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey, and Coach? Okay, so I'm going to preview this with the promos they're running right now. Have you seen the one where they're talking about Ronda's ready for UFC, she was ready for Hollywood, now yep. she's ready for WrestleMania, but is she ready for Nia Jax? Yeah. And I just... It always takes me aback when, when they show the picture of Nia Jax and she's got that smile and they've got the soft light on her. Mm-hmm. And then they turn her into evil Nia Jax yeah, where Nia they Jax. put like they put like regular street light on her right. and she looks like a, a troll. Dark shadows and yeah. Yeah. So we get in the ring and Rhonda still has that problem with that goofy smile and you can tell that she's genuinely eating up the crowd's attention, but she knows she has to be hard. And I got to say, Naya owned the talking part. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, just owned it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, Naya has always been decent on the mic. And I think it's maybe just in comparison of Rousey, how much better she looks. Mm-hmm. You know, or sounds, I guess, in this case. But she, she definitely, you're right, completely owned that part. Yeah. Obviously, they get into, the, you know, breaks down and they start fighting, you know. And, and, and then... It actually looked decent, you know, like it wasn't horrible. No, Rye, uh, Rye. Rousey got Nia to tap out to an arm bar. Yeah, exactly. Are, exactly. Are we foreshadowing? foreshadowing? Because that's not going to happen on Sunday. Nah. So, meh. I, meh you know, is a- meh, meh, exactly meh. That's the way to put it. All right. Meh. Meh so, is like the next thing. Well, no, I kind of like this one because we're getting a little more, you know, Kurt Hawkins where he's he's actually being smart about trying to get this win. Yeah. And, you know, he sees the conga line go through and then we cut the commercial and then Jose comes out and Hawkins music hits and there's no Hawkins. Where's Hawkins? Where is he? Who knows? And then all of a sudden, oh, he's the blue guy in the tutu in the conga line. Oh, my God. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? What? Still lost. Oh. 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 I did like that. I like him being a surprise. Yep. Another favorite line for that, where Corey Graves goes, I don't think Kurt Hawkins is going to show up on a sports center anytime soon. I laughed at that one. So they're obviously playing it up for Hawkins to beat somebody. We yeah. just don't know who. And that's going to be a rough one because it's got to be somebody that somebody that can either take the loss or somebody they don't care about at all. So that when 
fucking beats them, they will just disappear into the, you know, the abyss that is WWE talent sometimes. No, yeah, that's true. Speaking of the abyss that is WWE, yeah. Yeah. we have the worst heat being built between Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley. I, I, what the hell is this obstacle course thing? How has somebody not like said to that? I, I imagine that people who work for WWE writing department read social media. And somebody has to have gone into that room and been like, hey guys, this Zayn and Lashley thing really isn't going over well. Like, we should stop it. It's not yeah. working. We should just not do it. Just That's not a, do it. That would be a good idea. Let's just stop and do something else with both of them. But no. This, this obstacle course, which is basically just uh, running underneath stuff and then jumping walls, and then climbing a rope, you know, same things like, oh, you know, most most military men do it in like a minute and a half, two minutes. You know, I did it in like 50 seconds, you know, but Lashley goes first. And then, oh, he tries to climb the rope and Zane attacks him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was obviously just a way for Zane to sub him, but, uh, you know. This is horrible. The match is going to be horrible. I have no desire to see any more of this. And the problem I have is I'm a big Sami Zayn fan. I even like him as the, like, overzealous, super happy heel that he is. It's just, it's not no, working not, with not what they're doing. And it's not getting better. Like, it's not like, hey, let's keep doing this and, it, and it'll, it'll get there. No, it's not getting there, like, at all. By any means. Just, just, I really hope that once... Money in the bank comes and this is over. That this this entire storyline is just done. Yeah, I just I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with it. I think everybody else. Is done. I think we need to be done with it. All right. So that leads us into our main event, the Fatal Four Way, where it's going to be the four Raw male can Money in the Bank in a Fatal Four Way match. Yeah. So we got KO, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor. And Braun Strowman. Now, peppered throughout the night, we had promos where Kevin Owens has approached Finn Balor and said, you know, mm, I could probably beat him, but it would probably be very taxing on me. So, Finn, if we work together, uh, that would be good. Or, hey, Bobby Roode, you know, just don't want, you know, if we all... It'll be the men against the monster. Yeah. And then yeah. my favorite was the third segment was Braun Strowman comes out and he goes, hey, I've got a great idea. None of you can beat me, so why don't the three of you try to do it together? Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. They spent the whole match beating the piss out of them. Yeah, and, and it looked, it all looked good. Yeah. It was a really good yeah, match. I enjoyed it. But the, the only thing I didn't enjoy is that they just keep making Strowman look yeah, indestructible. That if you're not going to have him win with money in the bank, like, how are you going to do that now? But, I mean, if you put somebody like Big E, Rusev, and um, Samoa Joe, Miz is just a fly on the wall. Yes. Yeah. There's three big people right there that would stand up even better than what you have on Raw. That is very true. That so, very true. I I don't know. I think you'll see the predominant amount keeping Strowman out while one person sneaks up the ladder. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I could see. Plus, I mean, you know, you've got four of the infamous corner poles that could take them out at any given point. They've All I'm saying, I mean, them. yeah, and, you know, with the kryptonite being on all four sides, we should be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the things I took away from that match was that frog splash that Kevin Owens did off the ladder. Oh, that was amazing. I don't know how Kevin Owens lived after that, but it was so good. <laughs> and then, like, we keep saying it, but week after week, KO is selling like a champ. My favorite, like, when he does the frog splash and then Strowman gets up and he's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was awesome. And then when Strowman goes and does the uh, run around the ring and he shoulder blocks all three of them and KO goes head over ass. Oh, just so good at that. It's just so good. Mm. So, so good. So, but I think that wraps up Raw for that, us. That wraps up, wraps up, wraps up. Yeah. That wraps it up real that well. wraps it up, folks. Wraps up the Rawls. Wraps up some Rawls. Um, so that's the go-home show for there. Then we get into the go-home show for SmackDown. What did you think of the go home show for Raw? Uh, for Raw, it, it was decent. It, I've seen worse go home shows. Um, I'll say that um, it didn't get me like super pumped for Sunday, you know. But but it kept me entertained enough that I'm still. I mean, I was gonna watch Sunday anyway. But it kept me entertained enough that I'm actually waiting to see what happens Sunday. I'm not like pumped to watch it, but I'm waiting to see what happens at least. So, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen once. People start winning this stuff. I don't know where we're going to go from there. Ah, God. I just hope WWE Creative can actually do something for once. They've got the talent. They just aren't doing anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into SmackDown because SmackDown opens up with a summit. Right. Because WWE is the forefront of equal equality and women's rights. So we start with a women's summit. Where Paige is there with all four female participants in the Money in the Bank. She's there. They're all there together. Like, but not on ladders, because we're different on SmackDown. No, we don't do ladders. No. We just put all the pretty faces we have in front of the camera. Right, right. And I'm I'm not upset because you know who is there. What? Who? who? Oh, you who? know. Who? who? Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, I love you, Becky Lynch. Yeah. She was there and she looked beautiful and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know this, but usually when you have four people in a ring and then there's some heat with four other people, a brouhaha will ensue. What? Are you saying yes. that maybe would have happened? Are you saying that maybe the four female participants, Money in the Bank, were there? And then the other four women on SmackDown who were not in Money in the Bank came out yes. and started conflict? Yeah, yeah. So you had the Iconics, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville came out. Mm-hmm. They started interrupting, and that turned into a brawl. <gasps> oh, no. Weird, right? Didn't even see it coming. So, but I mean, this is just more the same, in my opinion. It's it's just the same thing. Now, the one thing I did take from this is Lana remained silent the whole time. She did. And... I'm just going to put it out there that usually the quiet one and the one that you never really think is going to win, think Carmella in this point, is usually the one that does. And then you're like, her? I still hope you're wrong. What? I mean. She has a shirt now. Yeah. It's Lana Day. So that's a thing that's out there. I'm just letting you know it's happened before. It could happen again. Uh, We, WWE. 
Creative is not that creative, yeah, so. Uh, so that leads us into. That gets us what, into the Daniel Bryant, Shelton, Benjamin. Benjamin. I like this match. This was a really good match. I like these two guys working a program together. However, I know this is just a one-off match. Oh, yeah. What I don't get from this match, although it was great, don't get me wrong, what I don't get from this match is how is this supposed to build up any of the, you know, oh-so-important momentum for Daniel Bryant when he's going to face, you know, big cats? Yeah, I, I didn't get that. I, I don't know. I mean, it, like we said, good match, very entertaining. It's not doing anything to promote what's coming up next on Money in the Bank for Daniel Bryant. And Sheldon Benjamin's not even doing anything on Money in the Bank. No. So I don't really know what this was supposed to do for yeah. us. Speaking of what is this supposed to do for us? Yeah. yeah. What the hell was the Lawler AJ interview? I I, I mean I I I like Jerry Lawler. I have no problems with him. He's always on the pre show usually for the events. I, I don't understand why he was on SmackDown interviewing AJ Styles this week. I I invite him. Was Renee business? Uh, I uh, maybe because Lawler was in the building and they're like, "Hey, you want to do something?" Yeah, He's yeah. like, "I brought my hat." I brought my hat. I always carry it with me. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, so he asked like stupid question, like, "Why did you slap Shinsuke at the the contract signing?" And then AJ goes into this thing like, "Should I apologize?" And and he says, "The only thing he apologizes for is not you know killing uh, Shinsuke." Uh, I don't know. My problem is this, like Shinsuke and AJ are so much better than what they're allowing them to be or billing them to be right now. It's like yes. y- y- you're killing this. Exactly, exactly. They they went from something that everyone was, you know, like really was saying was going to be match of the year, you know, at WrestleMania to somehow you've made us, you know, tire of what we know can be great. Well- I mean, one of our prop questions for our Money in the Bank picks is how many dick punches are there going to be? Yeah, yeah. Between AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah, that should not be a thing. They're good enough to not have to do that. The only thing that I liked about that interview is it was almost a throwback to the old Saturday morning wrestling when uh, Gene Okerlund would stand behind and, and, and do the whole, you know, Try to catch the wrestler before yes. or after the match, kind exactly. of thing. Exactly, that was good. That was I do agree with. So, yeah, but other than that, it did nothing for me. Speaking of nothing for me, why was Miz a guest ref? Well, yeah, I mean, we got that promo. <laughs> we got that promo. I did. Is the headband too much? <laughs> um. Oh, uh, that was good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just kept playing it. I'm like, this is great. Like, I think that was like an ad lib thing, and they just ran with it. It was beautiful. But so he's a guest ref for a match between Samoa Joe and Rusev. Um, so, you know, we get a few times where Miz isn't looking, or Miz, you know, starts to count late. Or something like that, like so, you know, obviously because he wants them to break each other down before Sunday. Um, but yeah, ends up winning it. Well, because 
Joe bumps Miz. Miz gets upset. He wouldn't yeah. count the count, and then Miz hits him, or Rusev hits uh, Joe with the Machka kick, mm-hmm. and then. What made this better was what happened after this match. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Rusev orders Aiden to go up and grab a ladder, Mm -hmm. throws it in the middle of the ring. Rusev climbs up, grabs the, uh, goes to grab the briefcase, but Miz lands the skull-crushing finale. Mm -hmm. He runs up, grabs the briefcase. He opens it up, and what's inside? Pancakes. Pancakes! And Miz is all pissed off, and we clip over to New Day. But him sitting there screaming on his knees, be like, New Day! Like... Oh, man. And then, them laughing backstage. And for some reason, Kofi and Xavier wearing one giant shirt together. Why? I don't know, but it's hilarious. I don't know. Biggie's standing there with a bowl of pancake batter, and they're standing there sharing one giant pancake power shirt. I I have no idea, but it's hilarious to me. It's funny. It made me laugh. So, you know what I took away from this? We don't know who's going to be there on Sunday that they didn't even do. Didn't even tell us. We'll find out Sunday. Oh yeah, I'm good with it. But you know what I took away from this? We need freaking love. Yeah, we need pancake power shirts. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe looks freaking even more intimidating with a mohawk. Oh, he does. Yeah. It was a new haircut week for WWE. It must have been. They had like they must have pulled in a barber or something and uh, you know. Give everybody a trim. Yeah. I liked it though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you like this Nakamura Jeff Hardy match? I would have loved this match if it was Jeff Hardy about seven years ago. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell Jeff is still hurt. You can tell that, that Jeff was riding a little slow and that Nakamura had to slow his game down to match Hardy's. Yeah. Yeah. That was, with, that was evident at some points. Yeah. With that being said, I liked the match. Mm-hmm. I even liked the finish, which is weird because it was another low blow. And Shinsuke obviously loses, but he gets his 10 count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, that is that is a good match that has nothing to do, like, the two contestants aren't going to be anything together on Sunday. But the match and the way it ended gives you good preparation for Sunday. Like the Daniel Bryan-Shelton Benjamin match should have in some way, and it did nothing. This right. did with that doing that 10 count. Yeah, and like I got something from it. Like this made sense to me. Unlike the Daniel Bryan Bel- Shel- uh, Shelton Benjamin yeah. match, but so I guess we got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Your boy blows a two a point two five. Right, right. Which is Ridiculous. twice the amount the legal limit. Yeah, yeah. He pleaded guilty from that arrest he had back in March. For DWI, where he got, yes, blew a .25, as opposed to the legal limit of .08. So he's going to jail, right? Right. He's going to, um, no. He's just... So he's... What? what? He's going to pay a huge fine then, right? Um, no. No. No? No? He's doing 48 hours of community service. Uh-huh. Uh, that sounds... Alcohol counseling. Yeah. And he has to give up his license. I don't know if that's for an extended period of time or forever. 
or what. Oh. But he's doing a week and a day of work of community service. She probably would do through the WWE anyway. Right. It's not like he's picking trash up off the side of the road. And then he's going to alcohol counseling, and then he doesn't have to drive himself anymore. And then he well, just pays someone to drive him. Yeah, and then the, uh, the, uh, you know, payment for the crime committed is, is just, you know, you can't drive a car? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not somebody who, like, needs his car to drive. Like, like I said, there's people who pay someone to drive around. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Life is fair. Life, Life is... is fair. Fair. Even if we don't have fair lives, Who? What do you mean? Big cast went to a fair. Alright, he went to a carnival. He saw all of these fun things happening. He decided he wanted to bring WWE talent and all of their superstars to this fair and to this carnival to have fun and play games and ride rides. But then he realized that not everybody in WWE can go Why is that, Craig? Too short to get on any of these rides. Oh. No. Well, I've heard Big Cass mention it. Apparently, though, we're still trying to figure out if you can actually teach being seven foot tall. Well, he says you can't, but then at one point he said he was he taught himself to be tall. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand. So let's see which match. Are you less looking forward to Big Cass and Daniel Bryan or Bobby Lashley same thing? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I think the Big Cass Daniel Bryant will be a little more entertaining. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to go. I am least looking forward to the Bobby Lashley Sami Zayn match. And, and then, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, this question may need to be worded differently. Which view do you want to end? Yeah, I don't want either of them. I just want them to be dead. Yeah. Killed with fire dead. It's done. Mm-hmm. Very, very done. So we end SmackDown. It's now no longer Carmella joins the evil side of the yes. Sonya Deville and Eddie Rose. And Asuka joins the light with Charlotte, Lynch, Lana, and Naomi. And now it's a yeah. 10 women tag team match. Yeah. And it was a good match. Like, like the other... Like, 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 yeah. Stuff. Everybody got their little moment to shine. Everybody had... Good. I mean, it started off slow, but it got good at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then this is, like you mentioned, you got to be careful when somebody wins the nights before the big event. Carmella taps to Asuka. Is this a sign of Carmella maybe winning? Well, I mean, the only way she's won is dirty, so... Right.
Eh, we'll see where this goes. I don't know. We'll, dis- we'll discuss that in a little bit. We'll discuss that with our men in the bank today. But that was Raw. That was SmackDown. After those two shows, how do you feel going into Sunday? Um, so, my problem is this. There's not a lot of build. There's not a lot of good story. Mm-hmm. I want to see Money in the Bank because I like the concept of Money in the Bank where anybody could get this briefcase and have a title shot. The problem I have with it is everyone you have in this Money in the Bank is not an up-and-comer. They are in your top list, your top A talent. Why are you giving it all to them? Usually Money in the Bank is is meant for these up-and-comers to get their name out there so that you could see them. I don't don't get it. No, I couldn't tell you in that. The women's match, I think the only one you really have there that could be considered up-and-comer, I guess, would be Lana. Maybe? I don't know, bud. I don't know. So, the rest of the matches, I could probably care less about. I, yeah. I think the AJ Nakamura could be a good match, but I don't know if they'll let it be. Um... Yeah, the rest of them I just don't really care about. No, I know. So what, how should we do this? Do we want to talk about our predictions for Money in the Bank coming up? Or do we want to talk about the amazingness that we both just watched? With NXT? Um, I say we end with a bang okay. and we talk about NXT show because it was incredible. Okay. So let's go ahead. We'll knock out Money in the Bank and then we'll go into NXT. All right. Our money in the bank. Do you want to go ahead and explain a little bit more our new pick'em sort of set? All right. Real quick, this is what we did. We took all the matches. If it was for a title, so anything for a title, it is worth five points. Mm-hmm. Any other match is worth a point. So if you get the winner right, you get a point. If you get the winner right in a title match, you get five points. Correct. So. With that, we wanted to have some fun with the people that did our, our pick and poll, and we chose, as a show, three prop questions. And if you get it right, you get three points. If you get it wrong, you don't lose anything. Yeah, you just get then, then what makes it even better is anybody who participates in this is allowed to give their own three prop predictions and if it comes true, you get three points. If it doesn't come true, you are minus three points. So when you hear what they are, you'll understand better. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, we invited a few other people to do it with us. And this time we have a podcast at 2-Bit Wrestling. They, as a show, gave us their bets, uh, their picks, their answers to the questions, and then their show picked three prop bets to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a newest edition uh, from the A20 Movie Podcast. Which is a fantastic podcast. A fantastic podcast, where they basically talk, they go on and they review movies that are in the top 80% and movies that are in the bottom 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, they do some of the great ones and some of the bad ones. Okay. It's if, a pretty cool concept. 
And if you guys haven't heard these people, their show is phenomenal, and you, you do nothing but laugh with them. It's right. it's great. And so, one of the guys on that show is big into wrestling. Pat is. So Pat, who you can find at the Red Shamrock, uh, we sent him in. He's a, you know with us. We got his picks as well. Fantastic. Maybe we can get him on the show so we can go over the picks after the uh, event. I think that's what we're looking at. Oh, boy. Special guest star. So, we'll go match by match, and we'll do a sort of a breakdown of what all, what I picked, what John picked, what Alleged picked, and then what Pat from 8020 All right, how about we do this? Mm-hmm. I'll call the match. You tell us the prediction. Let's do it. Are you ready, my friend? I am ready. All right, in no particular order, just so you're ready. I know the kickoff match is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Got it. It's the Bludgeon Brothers versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows or the Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Do you want to tell us what our picks are? I, Craig Damashi, mm-hmm. you, John the Demigod, and our boys from the Legend all picked Bludgeon Brothers. Of course we did. But... Mr. Pat himself, the Red Shamrock, went with the Good Brothers. Rat-a-pat-pat. Pat. Shooting them down. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. What we got All right. Uh, we're going to get the two that I hate out of the way. We're going to go Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Myself. Uh, Mr. Pat. And the alleged boys all went for Lashley, whereas you, Mr. John, went for Zane. Mm-hmm, I did, and there's a reason. Uh, because you like him more? Well, because I like him more, and I think he's going to win dirty. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. They're not going to have Lashley lose unless he's dirty, because this one's a lot different for some reason. Well. Yeah, all right, and then the next one that I hate, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well... I'm going to assume it's unanimous. Uh, let's see. It is close. This is very what? Simple. You, me, and the legend all picked one Mr. Damien. But Pat decided to be an outsider, and he went with Big Cass. I like Pat. He lives on the edge. He walks yes. the fringe. He walks the fringe. I, would he be more the 80 or the 20% here? I don't know anymore. I would say he's the 20%er. He's at least known... Ready to go kind of guy. I like this. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, let's go into one that could be good, but I doubt it will be. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Ooh, yes. Well, I chose one Jinder Mahal. Really? You being more of a Reigns fan than I am. I went for Mahal. You, uh, Pat, and Alleged all chose Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, I, but I'm, I went different on this one. I went Mahal. What? I hope they're going to have, I want them to do that whole breaking Roman down to build him back up kind of thing. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We'll see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Let's get into something good. Let's, uh, how about the Intercontinental Championship, Seth Rollins versus Elias? Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is where we are actually evenly split. Myself and Legend both went for Rollins, whereas you and Pat both went for Elias. I went for Elias for the simple fact of this. Seth Rollins is so over right now, I believe he is the number one contender 
that they will let take the belt off of Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. So to do that, he has to drop the Intercontinental. Now, I'm not saying that Elias wins clean or that if he does get the pin, it wasn't through some shenanigans. But I think this is a perfect opportunity for Seth Rollins to drop the belt in an appropriate way and then make his comeback to be the challenger to Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Uh, I like that. I like the the way your mind is thinking. I still think they're not going to do it yet. I think they're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I think Seth Rollins is doing so well, and they like when stuff is doing well, so they're going to drag this out and feed it into the crowd as much as they possibly can, and then let him lose on like a regular roll. Ugh. Awful. Yeah. Speaking of awful, yes. we've got Carmella Horseface mm-hmm. versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, this is where I decided to be the dissenter. You, Pat, and Legend all went for Asuka. I went for Carmella. Okay, but here's the thing. Asuka wins the match, but Carmella can still retain the title. Very true. Very true. And if Carmella gets herself disqualified or what have you, she yeah. still keeps the title. Exactly. Exactly. And as we have discussed, whoever holds the title at the end of a title match, the two won. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. So, hmm. all right, let's do the women's money in the bank match. Okay. Where you have, uh, well, I mean. Let's go for both money. Well, no, let's... You want to do Money in the Banks now, or do you want to do the Raw's Women's Championship? Let's go for Raw Women's Championship. All right. Raw Women's Championship, you have Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we have... You and me both went the same with Jax. Our guests of Alleged and Pat both showed Rousey. I don't think they dropped the belt to Rousey this soon. That's exactly what I was thinking. The same thing. I think it's too early for them to do it. I think it's too early. Well, if Rousey, uh, Rousey wins the belt, you and I are just dumb and we'll have to concede that. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I think I pretty much did that on the show last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right, how about this one? The WWE Championship, where we have AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And this is a last-man-standing match. This is. And straight across the board, all four of us chose Nakamura. All four of us chose Nakamura. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I think, this is, there. I think this is the one where it happens. I agree. I think they've been dragging it out long enough, this is where it needs to happen. All right, mm-hmm. let's get into the Money in the Bank matches. Okay. You want to do women or men's first? Uh, we'll go for women's first. All right. Ladies first. Ladies first. Now, <laughs> we actually have two similar choices on here. Wow. Out of eight participants, yeah, which are Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, I love you, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Lana, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, and Natalia. Right. And myself and Legend both went with Bliss winning this. Ooh. You went with, of course, the love of your life, Becky Lynch, because you'll never bet against her. No, I can't. And um, Pat went with Natalia. Huh. Yeah. I think Pat's prediction is based on if Ronda Rousey wins the belt, Natalia's her best buddy, 
then becomes the number one contender or has an opportunity to be that's now exactly what he's thinking. Yep. friend fighting friend. That's why I think he made his pick. Exactly I honestly went with... I, I did bet with my heart in Becky Lynch, but I honestly think that Becky Lynch would be the best person to hold the Money in the Bank contract because she is that on-the-cusp talent that could actually run with it and do something with it. Uh, I, I can't deny that. I can't deny that. That you're right. With. I just so I went more with the. I just like the idea of Bliss having it. Oh, I think the Bliss would be, be able to run with awesome with it, but I don't think Bliss needs it right now. I think Becky needs it more. That's true. So, we'll see where that goes. Okay, and then that will lead us into the men's money in the bank, which is mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, The Miz, Samoa Joe, Rusev, and a member of the New Day. Right. So, I myself went for one Finn Balor to win the match. Yeah. Uh, you and the boys from Alleged both chose Samoa Joe. Yeah. And then Mr. Pat chose Kevin Owens to win the match. See, I like anyone but Braun Strowman winning this. I completely agree. I'm even okay with Bobby Roode winning this. I'm even okay with Bobby Roode or Rusev or whoever from the New Day. Yep. If Who do you think is going to be the New Day pick? I'm going to go Big E. That's what I, yeah. I'm going Big E. I kind of want it to be Xavier. Because I want to see him pushed a little more if they're going to go a single rap for one of them. But I think it's going to end up being the key. Now that I think about it, if you got Kofi and Xavier sharing a T-shirt, right? And Big E's alone with a bowl of pancake batter. We know the rumors that Big E is getting a singles push. I think maybe this is a show of unity that they are a team and Big E is going to be on his own. Maybe. Look at you. Look at you looking into things like that. I know, look at me. I don't know how that happened. Now, I'm sure you forgot it only because you were so excited for it that the anticipation of talking about it is hard. But you forgot to discuss the leader of worlds versus the bee king. Oh, did did I? Did you? Did you? Did, did I did I forget or did I choose not to? Oh oh. Well there's an even split on this one. Me? And the alleged guys picked Leader of Worlds. You and Pat went with B-Team. I went with B-Team just because they've got the bigger pop right now. Yeah, yeah. And all in all, in Raw, they have no tag team division, so why not just give it to who's ever got color right now? So, meh. Mm-hmm. Either way, do I care? No. Not at all. No. This match, will, I will not care. Who wins really is going to make a difference. No. No. Um, so sure. now we can get into our questions. The three questions that you and I decided on to ask everybody in this. You get them right, like you said, you get three points. You get them wrong, nothing. You lose no points, you get <laughs> So, our three questions. Number one, how many shots to the morning will occur in the AJ Styles Nakamura match? I went with two. Ooh, two shots. You, One apiece. Went with zero. I don't think there'll be any dick punches. No. Uh, Pat from 8020 went with one. One singular groin punch. Just the one. Just the one. And the alleged boys went big, went with three. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Our next question was, does Elias smash another guitar on Seth Rollins? Would you like the question? I think it's a good one. We split evenly again on this one. Myself and Pat went with a yes. You and the Legend Boys went with no. No, I don't think he needs to. And then, which I think this is something that will have to be debated on our next show to really find out who wins this. Mm-hmm. But it's which is the going to end up being the better match? Jack versus Rousey or Carmella versus Asuka? Uh, and we went with the. This is going to be sort of a mob rules. Like out of the, out of us three, me, you, and Pat from eighty twenty, and then the four guys from Alleged. Those us seven are going to have to sort of vote as to who, what's the better match. Right. Um, now it's it's interesting because me, you, and Alleged all went with Carmella Asuka, but then Pat actually went with Jackson Rousey, and he made an interesting point here. Because that one is going to be rehearsed a lot before they do it. Yeah. Somewhere to the WrestleMania match. Yeah, he makes a good, solid point there. That's a good point right there. I haven't. I, uh, I didn't I think it. Damn you, Pat, for being smarter than us, I too. Know. I know. I Jeez. Like what can't this guy do? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we keep choosing these people that are smarter than us to do stuff for this. Uh, maybe. Like no, it makes us smarter in the end. Ooh, yeah. So who's the smart ones now? Oh. Oh. Yeah, see, we will be the Danielson to their Miyagis. We do, we do. All right, sir. Now we have the big thing, the fun part. The, Ooh, the predictions. The predictions. The, yep. You know? Um, so let's read our guests first and leave ours for the end. Okay, okay. And these predictions... Once again, is, um, is three points if you get it right because the prediction happens. If it does not happen, you get minus three points. And the thing about these predictions is they have to be unique. They can't just be like Roman Reigns is going to show up. Mm-hmm. That's not a prediction. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's more so like Roman Reigns will be wearing his gold trim, exactly. you know, fighter uniform or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll go with the uh, alleged ones first. All right, there's there's a pretty straightforward. First one being that the women's Money in the Bank match is going to open up the show. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I I see that that's probably, that's maybe a good choice. Okay. You know, um, second, Big E, they say, is going to be the New Day member that fights in Money in the Bank. I like it. So they agree with us. They just actually, they agree so hard and are so confident in it, they went for it as their, as their bet. Good for them. And then the last one being that Natalia gets involved in the Raw women's title match in some way. I could see that happening, too. I really see that happening. Yeah. Hmm. Those are good predictions. Those are three pretty good predictions. Damn those smart bastards. Okay. He's actually got some good ones in here. Alright. This first one being Rousey will actually defeat Nia Jax. Natalia will come up to congratulate her and cash in winning money in the bank to steal the title. Ooh, I would actually like to see that happen so it's that's, not gonna. That's why that's why he's going for Natalia to win money in the bank. 
the thing. She's going to catch it in that night against Rousey. I, I would love to see that happen, but it's not gonna. I lie, that would be an amazing ending for this all to happen. If you had Rousey win, Natalia come out and congratulate her as her best friend, and then turn on her right there and turn it off. That would be good. That would be really good. Yeah, which is like, you're right, which is probably why it's not going to happen. Yeah. Then he gives up a little bit of the softball. You know, we can't be too mad with him, because he is just starting with us. But he's saying that Michael Cole will scream in quotes, here comes the big dog, as Roman Reigns music hits. But that's not, okay. That's, you know what? You know, it's... I'll be nice to our guest, mm-hmm. but that's a given. That's a given. That's a given. That's that's part of his intro music. The big dog. And then his last one, which will be very interesting, because they don't let this happen a lot, is that one of the women in the Mandy in the Bank match is going to get busted open in a hard way. Ooh. I like that one. I like that one. And, and we all know that they're not a huge fan of that happening in the first place. But that happening on women, you know, that's a that's a big step for WWE. Wow, Pat, that's a good one. It is. It is. So, sir, do you want to go over yours first, or should we cover mine? I don't care. I haven't heard yours. I know mine. I haven't heard yours. I know all of them because they're sitting right in front of me. Well, you're a winner. So why don't we and go an yours asshole. First? Okay, why don't you tell me mine? All right, I will tell you yours. All right, you have. Kevin Owens will help Sami Zayn in a heel way win over Lashley. See? Mm-hmm. That's why I picked Zayn over Lashley. That's why I picked Zayn. I like it. I like it. Now you went for an attire one with your next one, saying Asuka will wear the thin black line blue tinted mask as she walks into the ring. Yep, and I even put a picture of it on there so everybody knew which ones. Yep. Yeah, you, you got to get a microphone. Yeah, oh, that's nice. And then your last one is that Reigns will win via disqualification because Mahal's going to use a singular and a chair to beat him down. You went very specific with brother and chair. Yeah. So if both of those don't occur, you lose one. I I feel comfortable in my decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all know that I usually... Those are three good ones. Those are three very good ones. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Alright, so here we go for mine. Number one, and this one is going to have to cover the whole event. But I, w- I won't include free show. I'll just go from event all the way from opening all the way to the end. That Zane will bring up Lashley's sister more than two times during the entire event. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That somehow his sisters will come back up in conversation. I gotcha, because he named the three walls after exactly. the sisters. Exactly. Okay, That's okay. Number two, I also went for an entire one, and just because I like doing stuff different, I again went with Renee Young, saying she's going to wear a dress with some sort of flower print on it. That's a bold prediction. A bold prediction. I, I she's bold. not a flower girl. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And then my final one, and this one might have to get me a mob rules that we can decide, but that Roman will get more booze during his entrance than Mahal will. Yeah, that's going to have to be a mob rule. It's going to have to be a mob rule, and we might even need to pull the tape on that. You know, I'm, can, I'm down for it. Decide, but I, that's, 
I honestly think he's going to get more boots. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, now that we've got Raw, SmackDown, and our Money in the Bank predictions out of the way, let's get into the glory that was NXT tonight. <sighs> it was so good. So good. And the problem is, it's so much better than anything we're going to see at Money in the Bank. I know. I, I feel let down already by Money in the Bank, and it hasn't even happened. No, just talking about it now makes me realize how not good it's going to be. All right, so I knew you were running around. You just got a brand new puppy, uh, Princess Magnolia. Yes, of course. So you were handling puppy details mm-hmm. while the pre-show was on. Right, so the pre-show what, I did, which was what, EC3? Oh, EC3 comes out, mm-hmm. cuts a glorious promo. He's arrogant as prick, and it's awesome. And that's why we like EC3. Of course. McAfee just cracks me up. I don't know why. And... Charlie Caruso, like, I've always had a little crush on her, but for some reason tonight just amplified it. Just just made it even worse. Yeah, like, I was just like, wow. Not only does she look stunning, but, like, I just want to go have dinner with her and and talk wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So, I think she's out for that. Worth a shot. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? Or she can say is no. You know, it it could happen. Mm -hmm. All right, so... The show opens up, and we have the tag title match, where it's Undisputed Era, where it's O'Reilly and uh, Strong mm-hmm. facing uh, Oni uh, Lorkin and, and Danny Birch. Oh, God. And this the, this opening match, first of all, it had to be over 20 minutes, right? I, I couldn't tell you. I, it felt like it was a good, good 25, maybe even 30-minute match. It felt, and it went crazy the whole time. Like, there was no slowdown. No. No, And the exchange is good. Listen, right now, we talk about people who can sell. Oni Lorcan is probably one of the greatest sellers out there right now. Like, when he took that dive off the top rope and just, oh, man, it was amazing. Oh, my but this was a great match, a lot of to and uh, you know to and fro, back and forth. It was really good stuff, and uh, I liked Adam Cole. He was out there. He had a little part to play. He got kicked out, yep. mm-hmm. but just a beautifully choreographed match. This was just that part towards the end of the match um, where both guys from under- yeah, they had him there, and then O'Reilly rolls around and starts kicking. I think it's lurking in the face unless he's like down on the ground to break the holds for everybody. Like that was lurking. Yeah. Amazing. It just this is stuff you don't see on the main card anymore. Like why doesn't WWE open its eyes and go NXT so much better? Let's bring the talent over here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ah, but it it was just amazing. Mm Okay. Okay. So, but obviously, undisputed error retains their belts by defeating Lorkin and uh, Birch. But it was a great match, mm-hmm. which leads us into another really great match where it's Ricochet versus uh, the Velveteen Dream. Right, and this we need to discuss this because, as as you mentioned, we don't talk about NXT a lot. Now, Velveteen Dream is from where we are. Our, oh yeah, our hometown. They're from. They're from. He's from Washington D.C. What what is his shtick? 
I don't get it. Is is he because he's not gay, right? No, he's um, androgynous. He's definitely that. So he's androgynous. He's very self assured. He is uh, very confident in himself. Yeah, and. I like the whole thing, but he does have some effeminate qualities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, much like Prince, which I believe is who he bases his character off of. I, I can see that now. I can see that now, though this evening he came out in a Hulkamania attire. Which was freaking amazing. Was and and that's the thing about his character is he's built it up and he's so comfortable in it that he can come out and mimic other characters that we are well aware of and sell it. Oh, yeah, and Sully 3. And, you know, and then he has the ability and the talent to back it all up in the ring, which he showed tonight. Oh, he's, he's so good. The, and that was, we discussed a little bit in our pre-show, show pre-show meeting, um, but, like, that was a match that, to me, started off a little slow, but within three minutes, four minutes maybe at the most, started to get awesome. Like very quickly, and then was great. Oh. Like every match was great, and this one did. It started off a little slower, but it went great, you know, and just went crazy after that. Like Ricochet it, is, is I, I'm now starting to feel that maybe when it comes to NXT, especially, I'm thinking Ricochet is like my number one. All I've got to say is the only negative I took away from this match was it did nothing for nothing to Velveteen Dream. Like, he still looks like the Dream, and he still showed all his talent and oh, his yeah. ability. Mm-hmm. I think it made Ricochet look a little soft because he took a ton of bumps. He did. With, with that being said, though, this guy is the total package in wrestling. Not only can he make his moves, but he sells, he takes bumps. He is just freaking amazing, and it seems like... Every time you see him, he's giving you something new. Oh, yeah, exactly. And just, I, I can understand why he is your favorite number one wrestler. I just, he is amazing to me. Like, the talent level on this performer is beyond belief. So, but, I mean, you and I had a huge heart on for him as Prince Puma in that's Lucha Underground. True. That's very true. So, I, I just, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I get it. But Ricochet winds up defeating the Velveteen Dream after just what looked like a slobber knocker of a match. And, and I mean, you know, like it it was so good to watch all of this. It was and and see Ricochet, I mean, and Velveteen did a good job like holding his own with trying to get his own flips in there, trying to get his own, you know, like real athletic ability that to match Ricochet, like, wow. So, oh, so I, I don't think Velveteen lost anything. As a matter of fact, I think it was a perfect showcase for what he can and, and is able to do. Right, exactly, exactly. So I'm hugely impressed. Now we get into the wins title match where it's uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. And Baszler looked, uh, she looked riled. She looked like she was shook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I kind of like that. I kind of, I kind of. I did them, too. Them doing something, you know, like you didn't know what she was going to do. You know, you didn't know how weird Nikki Cross was going to be, which was obviously insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Looney been insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But come on, how 
like how over is Nikki Cross right now with everyone in the wrestling community? Oh yeah. Like even in losing, she sold it so well. And just that smile at the end as she got choked out, like we all just ate it with a spoon. And I just, what an amazing performance by Nikki Cross. And, and she, like she does freaky and weird, like so well. And, uh, I like we said, I got to give credit to Shayna Baszler. Like she did, she did a great job, looking legitimately like like frazzled. Like she didn't know how to react to this. She didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then Nikki Cross ends up, you know, just because you know she's not going to tap. Like I said, that weird smile until she passes out. Like, she could be in a horror movie. I mean, that was amazing. But you know what I take away from this is look at Shayna Baszler and her all-around wrestling ability, being the performer, being the athlete in the ring, and compare her to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. How much better, how much further along is Baszler than Ronda Rousey? And I just, I feel bad because Rousey is not going to get that same opportunity that Baszler got. And look how good Baszler is now. I mean, she came in, she was just a thug. Now she's like a true character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it, was, it was good. And it was probably the shortest match of the night, I think, but it was still 10, 15 minutes. Oh, I'm with you. You know? Like, uh, and then uh, then we need to get into the Aleister Black. Yep, the title match where we had Aleister Black versus Lars Sullivan. And I got to be honest with you. I didn't think Lars Sullivan was going to lose the belt, or I'm sorry, I didn't think Alistair Black was going to lose the belt to Lars Sullivan, but I kind of hoped he did, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of Lars Sullivan. I like the bare-knuckle, brawler, beat-you-down kind of wrestlers, as opposed to the polished kind of Alistair Black. Yeah, yeah. Giant tattooed on my back. I love the fact that Lars Sullivan was played as the beast. He was catching the uh, black mask, oh, and so it took it, what, took twice? two to put him. Yeah. To, yeah, and it took two to put him down. Mm-hmm. And inadvertently, he had some blood coming. But you know, I mean, it was just. It looked like maybe a bit his tongue, like that looked more than lip. Like, yeah, no, that was inside his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and then just to see him, and when he's saying. It's going to take more than that. It's going to take more than that. And he took two of them yep. mm-hmm. to put them down. Oh. I was like, that was beautiful. That's how you lose a match, but win it. But win it. Yeah, that, exactly. exactly. Both of them left that ring looking like true warriors and nobody lost face. They just, Lars lost this match. And, and I think that's what, maybe not the, but that's one of the main things that NXT does well. I mean, every match, that they had tonight. That's exactly what happened. That whoever, you know, lost the match still looked great, still looked strong, and most of the time at the end still stood up and got roaring applause. You know, even though they didn't win. Yeah. And and WWE's never been able to do that. Their main show has a huge problem doing that. You know? Yeah, I mean, once you lose, you're useless. Yeah, they bury you pretty much. Like... Yeah. Return of the Kurt Hawkins. I do like me some Kurt Hawkins, though. So, but and then we have our final match, which is the Chicago Street fight between 
uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Oh, my goodness. And once again, I mean, we'll talk about the match because we have to, but Johnny Gargano loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he wins? Yeah. I, like, I mean, because he, he was winning. Or he, I, what was it? He... he uh, Tommaso was tapping, wasn't that what it was? And there was yeah, Tommaso uh, tapped twice, but there was no ref in the ring to see him tap. Yeah. So, so eventually, when Gargano got or when Ciampa got the upper hand on Gargano, he did the pile driver and then happened to roll on top of him. The ref was there then, so Ciampa got the win, but Gargano beat the piss out of Ciampa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's be honest; they beat the piss out of each other. Because yeah, let's let's not forget where he was. DDT'd onto. It was not the match at that point. It was, no, it was pulled up. Uh, they pull up the mat. They pull up the cushioning, and it was on the straight wood. Like yep. All right. So some of the things I have to talk about before we get into what actually went on in this match. Mm-hmm. Gargano comes out in the Captain America uniform. We all agree on this, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Champa comes out. Did or, you happen to sort of Avenger maybe? Okay, did you happen to see the front of Ciampa's shirt? No, I did not, because the back said something about, like, Ciampa takes over Chicago. Yep, that's, that's exactly right. what it said. Yeah. On the front, it was Ciampa as Thanos. <laughs> nice. And I put on uh, on Twitter tonight, like, John wants this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> wants yeah. that shirt so bad. They need to sell that shirt immediately. Uh, I love this feud and I wish this is what the Nakamura AJ Styles feud felt like. Maybe maybe not to the eighteenth level that it is, but if it was only half of this it would be amazing. Um I love the twist and turns, you know, Gargano's beating the piss out of Ciampa, Ciampa comes back, beats the piss out of Gargano, Gargano does a quick turnaround, drives him through some tables off of like what had to be about fifteen feet in the air. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, gets the upper hand, starts beating him in the middle of the ring, and then Ciampa finds some heel way to win. I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful match. Yeah. Like you said, the, the way that it, it went back and forth, and believably went back and forth, I think sold the whole thing. Like it, oh. And... and once again, there was no clear ending. This can keep going, or it can be done. Yeah, you could, I would, I mean, I want it personally to keep going, but I would understand them going either way with it. Oh, and Ciampa making it super personal by taking off his wedding ring and spinning on it and then just throwing it to the crowd. Yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, I mean, and and then uh, uh, Gargano's wife at the beginning just, like, Handing him the crutch and saying, kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's just, such a great job of using, you know, it, it's a street fight, so they can use whatever they want. But they brought a crutch in. You know, they both used in some form the, the metal trash cans and the chairs. And when when it wasn't that uh, put Gargano in a chair. Oh, I hate that. It never looks good. Like, it never looks like it's going to feel okay. No, no, no. And, but and I just certain things. I don't know how they make them not hurt. And but the thing about it was, is these two performers made it look organic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Like, even when they were fishing under the ring, it looked organic. Like, you know, Ciampa went even a little bit as to pull the toolbox out, like he was going to get the toolbox, then did the second glance and went, oh, wait, what can I do with these bolt cutters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was good. It was so good. There's so much uh, that we're going to see in a few hours. I know, but you know what? Because we're true fans, mm-hmm. true marks. Here we are. We will follow it. We will. Of course we will. It just means that it, every time we watch any of these takeovers, like you said, it, it, and it's why we had decided to do this tonight, We it just makes us want to talk about NXT more. And I think we're just going to have to start doing it on the show. Our show is just going to be two hours every week. Well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, guys. I don't think I am sorry. No, I'm not sorry. NXT okay. is worth talking about. Yeah, it is. It is. If if they listen to us, they love it as much as we do. Eh? Mm-hmm. But that, that's it, Johnny Boy. That's it? That's it. That is Raw. That is SmackDown. That is NXT TakeOver Chicago. And that is our prediction for Money in the Bank coming up tonight. In a few short hours from when these lovely people hear us. Yeah, and all I'm going to say is wrestling is ruining rights. Oh, yeah. I mean, wrestling and eating healthy just don't go well together, right? Not at all. An actual wrestler. Oh, no, no. Being a wrestling fan and eating healthy don't go together. Don't go together at all. No. It's hard to just not sit there and drink soda and eat pizza. That's right. Mm. Pizza. Pizza's delicious. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we will be back, folks. This week, we will come back shooting for our normal time of Thursday where we can discuss what happened to Money in the Bank, who won the Pick'em Challenge, you know, how Raw went, how SmackDown went to follow up what what insanity could happen tonight. We will be back to discuss it all. Yes. Hopefully at a regular time. Hopefully at a regular time. That's what we're shooting for. And soon, very soon, John will return home. Only for a short and limited time. For a short and limited time, but we can be together at least for an episode or two. We'll see what happens. Before the aliens take you away probing. Oh, God. My life sucks. (laughs) On that, folks, peace. And I got nothing. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You take two take And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Rude. Bye, Bobby Rude. has been a production of Take Two Podcast. WTTP. 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 WTTP.